0: Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Living It Up, and I'm Teresa. And I am just beyond, beyond excited about my guest today. You know, Melinda Montgomery is a friend of mine that I have, you know, known since elementary school. We were just talking on the phone, and we weren't certain exactly what grade we met in, but we decided that we would just land at fifth grade. And what we're going to do today is going to be more fun than being in Mr. Williams' fifth grade class because... Melinda and I have reconnected again after all these years of of not, you know, connecting and just picking right up where we left off with our friendship. It's that kind of a relationship that we have had all of these years, and she's on the show today because uh, of, of her uh, employment with Whole Foods. And because of my exaggerated and obsessive interest in whole foods and when I ran into her at at this particular location where we live I was not believing it because Scott and I have made this switch now for several years and are learning more and more as time goes by and I, I couldn't believe that a dear friend of mine was actually Working at Whole Foods. I mean, it's like anybody that wants to buy me anything. I say just buy me a card from Whole Foods I'm totally fine with good cards from Whole Foods because I love Whole Foods anyway, and so when I'm when I'm researching guests and listening to who's out there um, the Whole Foods was like at the top of my list and so this is just absolutely blows my mind and I'm so looking forward to what Melinda has to share with everybody listening um, it's probably a lot of ladies but Melinda there's probably some guys listening too, and we just say welcome to all of you and I've already said what our relationship is it spans many many years we won't say how many but back to fifth grade and she is one of these people that um, can get along with anybody everybody loves Melinda and um, I think you'll find that true once we're you know at the end of this podcast but she's come on today to just clarify some things to clear some things up to answer some questions that I have and some questions that I've asked around for people that you know want to know and we're just going to get right into it welcome Melinda to Living It Up.
1: Thank you for having me Teresa.
0: So welcome Melinda. Tell me how long you have been With Whole
1: Foods. Oh my goodness! As a
0: marketing specialist.
1: As a marketing specialist, and that's been my only role since I started. And I just passed my ten-year anniversary just a week ago. So ten years.
0: They're just blessed to have you. Oh. Who do I need to talk to?
1: Uh, Call John Mackey. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm actually reading his book. Tell him the printing is too small.
1: Oh, do you need a magnifying glass? Uh, I'm just kidding. Next question.
0: (laughs) It's small, though. Uh, it's a great book. No, it Everybody is. But needs to read it.
1: Conscious Capitalism. I mean, it doesn't
0: sound like the most warm and fuzzy title, right. but you guys and girls listening, it is so, it's such an interesting read. Yeah, it and is. They, and they learn about him. He's, he's so
1: cool. He really is, and he's really about giving back to not just the local community, but really to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, his worldview is very broad, and it's a, it's a very loving view, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and helping, you know, people and fellow man.
0: Yeah, well, again, based upon the questions Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I formulated, I'm going to ask you the question that everybody wants to know. Okay. And everyone I talked to in our focus group, it was always the first thing they asked, which is number one, why is it so expensive to eat Whole Foods? (laughs) <laughs> oh dear! We're just gonna get right into it, but you know, let's let's not let's save that for the end, so okay. that people will continue to listen. Oh, okay, We're okay. Save that for the okay. End. We'll save it to the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. So why don't <laughs> So we I just, can clear it up. That's right. So let's just let's just backtrack here and go on to my second question that okay. I have for you. Okay, Mom, then tell me what it is the difference between GMO. Uh huh. Organic, mm-hmm. natural whole conventional local blah 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 what okay. is the difference what do you want us to know
1: well let's see how can i break this down and and have it make sense and say it in a way that uh, is easy to really understand and whole and listen if it sounds like i'm reading at times it's because i did bring with me materials that are right off the website so that it's easy for people to go back if they want to read all this if they go to wholefoodsmarket.com it's very comprehensive the website with lots of links it is it real i mean you you can spend days on the website and, and learn a plethora of information. Well, in the newsletter, so.
0: too, everybody oh, yeah. might want to sign up for it. That is just a, a ton of information. It's a ton.
1: And you can actually select which store, if there's a store that you really like oh. to shop and you want to know what's going on in that particular store with events, that's a great way to do it. you will do
0: a great job with
1: that. They do an excellent job, so yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if it sounds like I'm reading... That's, that's why I want to be sure that what I'm stating is correct and that they can go back and find this information. But when you're talking about whole foods, you're really talking about foods with little processing. In other words, in fact, I'm just going to read, for you, uh, read to you what it says, that it's it's food that's been processed or refined as little as possible and is free from additives or other artificial substances. And I do a lot of store tours for children, and they come in and they want to know what does that mean, what's whole foods, what's organic. And when you think about whole foods in their natural form, you're talking about fresh produce, you know, fruits and vegetables, Um, you know picking fruits right off a tree if you're a meat eater or you fish you know you take the fish you scale it and and you cook it and you eat it you're not doing anything to it you're not processing it it's not going off somewhere and being canned and you know having things done to it or things added to it same with beef a lot of people go out and they hunt deer and they take care of the deer themselves right in nature you know you're And then they cook it, and you're so you're you're eating foods that come from nature in their most natural state. And that word natural sometimes is misused a lot with food. But uh, when I'm dealing with kids, I tell them it's really the way our ancestors ate, and our ancestors would have never thought about growing fruits and vegetables or raising their animals and putting chemicals into their bodies or spraying their crops with things that could potentially be harmful. So when you talk about organic, I do say it's really the way our ancestors ate. And nowadays, unfortunately, because so much land has been, so so many crops have been grown using a lot of herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, insecticides, that if you decide to become an organic farmer, it is a long process. It's a minimum of three years for your soil to become free of all that. And so a lot of these conventional farmers, and by conventional, um, sadly, it's, it's the way a lot of people are getting their fresh fruits and their fresh vegetables. I mean, and I shouldn't say sadly, but it's become the norm that farmers grow fruits and vegetables using a lot of these chemicals, and they grow them really quickly, really fast, and as soon as they're grown, they're starting over again. They're not letting that topsoil regenerate and get replenished or renourish nourish itself so these chemicals stay mm. there and and that's really you know what we're used to that's become the norm but that's the term conventional whereas when you go to organic you're growing your fruits and vegetables or you're even growing grass for your cows to feed uh under certain guidelines that are in place through the U.S. government.
0: Okay, I have something I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at Whole Foods, I see the organic mm-hmm. section and mm-hmm. I see the, the...
1: Conventional. I'll
0: see the conventional mm-hmm. and I'll see it where they are saying grown with the wisdom or something. There's another choice, it seems like. Oh,
1: responsibly grown? Yes, responsibly grown. And responsibly grown is a new program of ours for our produce. And it's, it's a rating system and it's similar to... Um, in our meat department with our poultry and, um, um, and cattle and even buffalo that we sell. It's a rating system. So you can be an informed buyer, an informed shopper. So we give you the choice. Okay. Some of them are good, some of them are better, and then there's best. Okay. And you can read about those. And price and, change, too. And, and it's true. It's true. And organic does tend to be a little higher. Um, the process that the farmers, the growers go through, um, you know, they're not producing as much. In fact, if, if we only sold organic fruits and vegetables when you go into our produce department, it would be much smaller. Mm-hmm. So we do offer conventional because we let you be the judge of what it is you want to eat. I mean, because we're not going to tell you what to put into your body. It's up to you. But we want to give you as much information as possible so that you can make an informed decision. And so conventional is really the common way that fruits and vegetables are grown so they are cheaper okay. they just are but we're real picky too about the, the farmers and the growers producers that we work with okay um but the organic farmers yeah they're these are really committed people to okay. what they're doing and they have the same principles and same beliefs as whole foods market does awesome in terms of giving you you being the the buyer uh, the customer, um, the choice. Mm-hmm. And so there. we have quality standards in place, and all of our vendors who want to come on board and sell their products have to live up to certain standards that we have in place. For example, we won't ever sell anything that has artificial sweeteners or artificial colors. It's just something that Whole Foods decided a long time ago when John Mackey and his girlfriend years ago started Whole Foods, said there's got to be a better way to get fresh fruits and vegetables other than going to a farmer's market and even then you're not always sure but unless you know the farmers and you can ask questions that's the nice thing about a farmer's market you get to meet them face to face and talk to them so that's kind of how that started and the company will be 35 years old next month oh in gosh. september yeah yep, started in austin texas so when did, you,
0: did you, do you know when you actually saw this growth spurt what year that was where it just kind of blew up blew open
1: Well, I remember I first started shopping when I was living in Dallas Mm -hmm. at Whole Foods Market. It was 1992 or 93, and I'd come back to Texas. And Scott Delaney, I don't know if you remember Scott Delaney, one of our childhood friends in our grade, he had lived over off Lower Greenville, and that's where one of the early Whole Foods Markets had been, the first one being in Austin, and I think the second one might have been either in Louisiana or Houston, maybe Houston. And then there was this one in Dallas that was there for years, and he said, go there and shop. So I went there in the early 90s, but it really started to pick up later, like in the late 90s, early two. I think it was probably the late 90s. I have to look at the timeline because so much happened with the company. And and then when they went public, Mm -hmm. then they really just saw this Mm -hmm. growth spurt and And we actually have a uh, a film that was made for Whole Foods Market recently, and it talks about the history, and you get to hear John Mackey and all these other people that were really involved from the beginning, even a lot of the the vendors that they worked with, and you know just thought that who is this hippie that's trying to convince us that we really ought to be on board with him? You know, he's a very charismatic man and he knew what he was saying was was correct and he said everybody can laugh at me but one day wow and then slowly but surely now it's not so funny anymore no. you know and he's been talking about this for years wow
0: he was ahead of his time he
1: really was and you know he still is in, in many respects you know he's a, a co ceo that earns a dollar a year hmm. that's he gave up his salary um, several years ago really he did he, he earns a dollar a year and, um, and he really wants to change the world and the way people uh, see food and how they rely on food. And, you know, there are people starving, as we, we know this, mm-hmm. all over the world. And it's just needless. But I'm getting off on a soapbox here. But he, um, yeah, he was definitely ahead of his time. And I think the company started to change once they went public and they regionalized. And a lot of people ask if we're a franchise, and we're not. Or definitely not. But that's when I, I'd say that things started to change and they started to acquire different companies who were really doing the same thing, like Miss Gucci's in California, mm-hmm. Bread and Circus is another company, Allegro co- uh, Coffee Company sold their coffee beans and their, their coffees to Whole Foods and now they, they acquired and they own Allegro. Oh. That's an email. Hello. Hello. Who is it? Oh, no. It's John Maggie. No, I'm just <laughs> <Right>. kidding. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, that's kind of when the growth spurt started. And, in fact, Dan Rathers, who, you know, 60 Minutes and not, excuse me, not 60 Minutes, but on CBS Mm -hmm. for many, many years, he lives in Austin. And one of his final interviews, he interviewed John Mackey, and he went into the big store there in Austin on Lamar and interviewed him. And he talked about this, that now, and this was several years ago, talking to him about so many people now, Walmart, a lot of them are starting to offer oh, yeah. organics mm-hmm. you know they have a lot of offerings and what did he think about that suddenly everybody and he said and I'm paraphrasing but part of his answer was well it's about time you mm-hmm. know this is what I've been saying for a long time and you know people really did tease him and kind of made fun of the whole concept mm-hmm. of Whole Foods and um, and uh, you know
0: uh,
1: yeah look what's happened That's so he hard. said "It's it's It was really, he said it's really wonderful to see that everybody's actually taking it more seriously because of what is in our food, and we have to really be very smart about what we eat. So, if you're eating whole foods in the most natural form, Mm -hmm. instead of popping open a can and eating something that has been processed, and you're not real, I mean, if you ever look at some of the labels on the food that we eat, um you mm-hmm. know it's like a short story <laughs> in some regards but there's words in there not all words that you can't pronounce aren't necessarily bad but there's a lot of things and uh, like i was saying we don't allow any kind of artificial coloring in our food so you see those dyes like yellow number five number six a lot of these things yeah. um got
0: some chips in there that i like that have like three or four ingredients yes
1: yes those are the things to look for oh, yeah. yeah
0: so if someone was wanting to go into this gradually mm-hmm. where would you tell them to, to start because y'all have everything from fruit to detergent to pesticides mm-hmm. but break it down with people that are just new at this where should they start what should they change in their diet as quickly as they can
1: oh, that's a hard one because everybody's so different you know and everybody's health is at a different level Um, a lot of it has to do with, do they have kids? Um, are they seeing if, you know, if you're single and you're just eating for yourself, sometimes you don't have to worry about other members of the household, but I would start just gradually making a switch a little at a time. Um, it's, it's sort of like when people decide they want to go from whole milk to 2%, you know, they want to do it gradually. Uh, some people can do it very quickly. They can say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to um, have dairy in my diet anymore. That's a choice they make for whatever reasons. And they quickly stop, stop drinking milk, dairy milk, and switch to almond milk. Some of them can do it. And I say, if you're trying to make that switch and you really don't, or you can't tolerate dairy for whatever reasons, start with almond. It's very creamy. It's really delicious tasting. Uh, some people can't have soy in their diets or they, they don't really necessarily like the taste, maybe try it if it's vanilla just until you can kind of get used to it. But I would say start small. Now, are you talking about going from, like, say, conventional to organics?
0: Well, I, I know for me, when I first mm-hmm. switch came on for me, the, what I've changed first, because we were eating so much of it, was chicken i started oh, right there okay because i figure what am i eating the most of that i need to make this change in my diet mm-hmm. quickly because we're consuming so much of it mm-hmm. and of course it was chicken how many times do we eat chicken way back then mm-hmm. way back when i mean there's a million ways to cook it i know you, melinda's looking at me with poker face <laughs> because she's a vegetarian <laughs> but a lot of people still eat chicken how many ways can you cook chicken so I don't even buy it anymore, but that's oh. where I was back then.
1: Okay. And then
0: I started from oh, there okay. and, and switched to the eggs and switched to the vegetables. And mm-hmm. I ate a lot of salads, so mm-hmm. I got rid of that. And so mm-hmm. now I'm at the point where everything we purchase as far as food goes is organic.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't
0: gotten to the other deter- detergent, the things right. for the dog and all that yet. huh. Uh-huh. food, we're good. Yeah. Vitamins not with the makeup and all that yet shampoo but okay I've so made you're telling
1: if you want to go completely and completely shift your your life yeah. i i would start small yeah. you know if and i guess you'd have to decide what's most important to you well, your what food
0: you're eating the most of yeah, yeah as like, far if
1: it is food right like um okay so chicken let's just mm-hmm. take chicken for example and let's say you want to go ahead and um maybe change the way how much you're eating oh my (laughs) you're popular (laughs) you're popular they're listening I will We have a great program in place, and it's called the GAP or Five-Step Program. It's GAP, and it's an acronym. It's Global Animal Partnership. And these are farmers that are passionate about the animals they raise, and they raise them the best means possible, grass-fed or organic grass-fed, organic grains, vegetarian grains. Maybe it's natural grains. They're not organic. And they believe that these animals are here to serve us, so you might as well raise them as compassionately and as humanely as you can. let let the mothers stay with their with their young, let them have pastures they can roam in, and then when it's time, you know they do they are slaughtered, and they're not given. Um, harsh chemicals, they're not injected with growth hormones. If they get sick and need antibiotics, it, if you buy it from Whole Foods Market, they get removed from, wow. from the herd or from, you know, from the group and not sold to us. But if that's where I'd say start buying your chickens or any of your beef from Whole Foods Market, and you can see this rating program. We were talking about the fruits and vegetables, but there's one for the beef. Mm-hmm. And it tells you when you go to the meat department whether it's poultry, um, um, if it's uh, bison, um, cow, you know, beef, mm-hmm. you can find out the step rating. And step five is is the highest. Mm-hmm. And there are I- ideal circumstances. I'd say start there. And then I'd also say stop frying your food. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. I know. I grew up on it. Yep. You know, That's fried it. chicken. Oh, yeah. Everything was fried. I remember my parents took me out on my 16th birthday. And... I remember saying, I can't eat anything on the menu. Nothing's fried. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my father was saying, you need to try the shrimp. And I said, but it's not fried. I can't eat it. It's crazy. But something as simple as that, you know, baking. um, And then it's portion control. That's, you know... Americans are, oh, we're, we're really large. Our portion controls are huge. You know, you see some of these buffet commercials. Yes. It's unbelievable. So. You know, a portion size should really fit in the palm of your hand. thats But I'd say start small like that. Start educating yourself on what it is that you're, what, what you're eating and find different ways to make it, maybe eat it less. And then eventually, like with me, it wasn't hard for me to become a vegetarian. I'd been reading so much about how animals were being treated, and it it's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. But also, um, just and this is just me personally mm-hmm. when I say this, I'm not making a statement, but there's a lot of cancer in my family. And I really had been reading a lot. And there's a, a very popular book, and it's called The China Study. And John Mackey was very... Very interested in this book, and uh, as a result of this book and some other things, he really believed that we've we need to start some really healthy programs within Whole Foods Market. So our healthy um, our Health Starts Here program is a health initiative uh, that we have. And but if you read that book, it, the book is what makes a lot of the claims of the relationship people have with food, and I'm talking about a- animal, uh, you know, foods that we eat, milk, chicken, and beef. And the correlation and the relationship to certain diseases mm-hmm. that are rampant today. So I had been reading this years ago. And I and cancer is really prevalent in my family. So I made a decision mm-hmm. to, to stop eating those. So it was easy for me, but it's sure. not easy for everybody. That's but right. I'd say really start small. And um, I'm trying to think of, a, of another. You were talking about the makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, and I, I love the mineral makeups. Mm-hmm. But you have to also be careful what's in there. So, Mm -hmm. but that's a, that's a, we could have a whole nother conversation. We
0: really could.
1: We could.
0: So, Melinda, tell people listening why we think there needs to be a sense of urgency to make the switch.
1: Well, and again, are you talking about making the switch from going just food in general, or going organic, or just really looking at what you eat and, and finding out what's in your food? Yes. Okay. Well, if you look today at all of the the statistics out there for people, you know, we're living longer, you know, and there people can really live old, to an old age. And part of that is, is in this book, The China Study, because they studied for years, these countries in China, that these people were living really long, and a lot of it had to do with things that just were not part of their diet. But they didn't change. Their diets stayed...
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Sorry. That's China now. <laughs>
1: uh, China's going to have to wait. They're going to have to wait. Um but it, anyway, it showed that this study went in there and show. I now have lost my train of thought. What were we saying? The
0: China study, I know. The well, it's was talking
1: about that people didn't have certain things in their diet and they didn't add them. Whereas, you know, a lot of fast food has really changed the face of of of, okay. of our health overall. Well,
0: they're getting exposed, aren't they? Mm-hmm.
1: And no. a lot of them are making switches. You know, they're oh, making yeah. a commitment to to take things out of their food. And, and that's all part of it because um, a lot of people who are ill, if you look at some of these studies and you do a lot of research, um, if people start taking care of their bodies, hopefully they're not going to be spending their, their golden years in the hospital mm-hmm. or having hospice care um, or always in and out. I mean, my mom was raised on a farm. And my grandmother, all the women in my family, I was telling you this earlier, live really to be yeah. pretty uh, pretty up there in age. My grandmother was 101, and I was with her when she passed away. And the only reason my grandmother passed away was um, her body just decided it was time. She was not an ill woman. Wow. She did have dementia, and she had fallen, and so she'd lost the use of her legs and the mm-hmm. circulation. But other than that, she was like a... A healthy little horse, that's let me great. tell you. So, but my mom, who's ninety, mm-hmm. um, my mom after World War II and she met my father. That's when the food industry really, really changed in America, and a lot of foods became processed. It was, it just became the way it was. And and I mean, I've heard people talk about when TV dinners were first introduced mm-hmm. and how exciting this was, and yet now we're realizing. That the way my grandmother had been eating all of her life, you know, it there's a reason she lived to be 101 with no health problems. Now, I'm not saying everybody will be like that, and a lot of it is genetic. Mm-hmm. But um, I personally, I'm single, and, you know, if I'm as old as my mom and I'm 90, I still want to have my sight. I don't want to be going to the doctor every day. I want to be healthy, mm-hmm. and I know I can take control of that on what I put into my body and and that's that's that would be the main message that I'd want to get out there today is really start thinking about what you don't have to give up a lot a lot of people think by doing this that you're giving up the things that matter the most for example I love chocolate I love candies and there's certain chocolates and candies I grew up on and once I started eating really fine chocolates and candies, things that didn't have artificial coloring, artificial flavoring, and it is, your body really kind of craves everything that's as is, is natural as possible. And then when you go back and eat those, I was getting horrible headaches. Mm-hmm. And then I read the package and I realize, oh my goodness, this has um, yellow number five, yellow number six, and, and dyes that... I could literally feel like a headache coming on almost as if my sinuses were kind of closing and I did ask my doctor about it because I do get headaches and migraines and those are triggers and when you don't have those anymore it's amazing how great your food will taste even your chocolates. And even candies that aren't made with the high fructose corn syrup, but they're made more with fruit juices, and they're really tasty. They they're are. really, they're delicious. Mm, they are. Yeah. So I don't ever feel like I've ever given up
0: Me on neither. on
1: taste. If anything, the taste improves. It's enhanced. It's enhanced. Yeah. That's right. That's a great word. <laughs> and that the quality of it is so much better. That's
0: right. And those of y'all that know us and know Scott, if Scott can say this, this oh, yeah. big guy that he is that loves. To cook with all the bad stuff <laughs> says this. If he can do it and still and be happy, y'all can do it.
1: Right, right.
0: He's a foodie.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. It's In his fact, career. And here's something, too. Like we were talking about, if people want to make the switch, kind of start small... Um, do comparison shopping. You know, grab your favorite product, look at the ingredients, look up these ingredients, too, online. You can research so much. And if you go to WholeFoodsMarket.com, our website, you can look at the ingredients that are are things that we will not carry and things that are okay. But you can compare and then just start doing your own taste comparison in fact one of the things I don't remember where where I was I was at the store one day and I don't remember if I just we were making a soup or something mm. but I grabbed some, some celery and I grabbed the organic celery and I took a bite of this and my face Changed, and I don't remember who was with me. He said, What's wrong with you? And I said, This is the way celery is supposed to taste. (laughs) Because growing up, we always had, like during the holidays, my grandmother would take celery and put pimento cheese on it. You know how some people put peanut butter and put raisins, but ours was pimento cheese. And I'm telling you, I always thought celery was like some horrible food that was. You know, you just added it to give it a crunch, and it was what people had to eat when they were dieting, and it had no taste. Oh, no, this was delicious. You can really tell the difference. But But... Wow. Um, And then the other thing I was going to say, too, um, a lot of people, when they first start making changes, one of the other things that is important to them, because you mentioned local, and local foods are grown in your state, uh, the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. So, and a lot of times we'll tell you it's grown in Texas. You look for the local logo. Everything's red and uh, red and yellow. And that way you're supporting your Texas farmers, your Texas growers, Uh, it's grown here in texas and it gets to the store faster Mm. you know and it used to be back in the day and uh whole foods had started to do it again in some cases we still do this the um they'll bring it to the store Mm. like they'll these farmers will load up and deliver or you know get it on the trucks and it comes right to our stores that fresh so it's really really and plus it's great to support your local farmers Mm. you know absolutely so but um but you were going to ask me a question about bread. Or you were talking about the preservatives earlier. About short, the,
0: short chef life because of this food, not having all these
1: preservatives. That's right. And you hit
0: on bread, I
1: think. The in. bread, yes. Because some of them have now. Nat- you know, salt helps preserve things, lemon juice, you know, some of the natural things. And the way it's packaged uh, – um, uh, flash freeze, I believe is the terminology. Um, flash. I think yeah. that's it. you know you wonder, well how can you have milk on your shelf and it's shelf stable and it's not refrigerated? It's the way that it's packaged mm. and it's not any nothing's leaching into your food. There's no harmful ingredients and it's a way to keep things on the shelf. But if you're talking about your Whole Foods breads, cookies, the things from our bakery department are not going to have those preservatives They're so really yes not. no.
0: I no. love y'all's bakery. I mean, party. they're made,
1: and, and that's another misconception. People think, oh, whole foods. I'm going to come over here and eat everything, and I'm going to lose tons of weight. We make things with real food. <laughs> right. <laughs> real right. eggs, real butter, real cream, and it is delicious. But there's not those added preservatives. So let's say you buy a loaf of bread, and you have a family of four, and you take that bread home, and if you're going to eat that bread over the next four days, and I'm that's an example... That bread's going to be good, but if you're going to leave that bread sitting out, and let's say it's Texas in the summer like it is right now, and it's really hot, and let's say you turn your, you know, your your house is 80 degrees when you're gone during the day, it's going to start to uh, develop mold. That's natural. That's what bread does. So that's what happens because there's no preservatives. I mean, I mean mold will happen. It it will happen even in other breads that have preservatives, but the bread will still be lasting. This this bread will not. You will watch it. It'll slowly just start mm-hmm. to, it's just compost itself. It in does. other words, you know, you can just. So that's why if let's say you want to buy a bag of rolls from our department, from our bakery, go home, take the rolls that you know you're going to eat either that day or the next two days. You can put them in a a plastic bag. Take the rest and freeze it. Mm-hmm. Put it in an airtight container, That's something right. for the freezer. Don't put it in the refrigerator because it does encourage the growth of, of mold. So. Right, right.
0: Well, there's yeah. something that I want to say, and yeah. I know you're, you're a vegan, and so let's we'll just... Well,
1: I'm a vegetarian. Okay. I'm almost a vegan, okay. but not quite. Not quite. Yeah.
0: Well, I I just grew up on, on grabbing a, a slice of lunch meat. I'm sorry I did mm-hmm. a quick pro f- yeah. protein fix, and then I realized how bad lunch meat is with the nitrates Yes, that, that's being traced back to lots of terrible diseases, mm-hmm. including breast cancer and mm-hmm. antibiotics and all that. So I just gave it up. I gave it up. Well, you guys have something new in your department, and it's y'all's brand. Uh-huh. And it is a, or whoever's listening and loves sandwich, uh-huh. has some, y'all have the 365 brand organic turkey breast. Mm-hmm. I turned it over and I looked at all the ingredients mm-hmm. and they all look really, really good. Yeah. And so I'm telling y'all right now, it goes fast. I talked to the guy Mm -hmm. in the meat department, and he was telling me how fast it really went. And that brand that you talked about that started with a D... Oh, the distal. The distal was good, too. Yeah. But I didn't know that y'all had your own mm-hmm. 365 65 brand that's mm-hmm. organic. So, anyway, I'm just telling everybody, it's really good. Yeah. And that's a good grab-and-go with a good piece of, of bread if you still yes. do that kind of thing. A quick yes. fix. Yes. But I'd rather you grab a handful of rice. Right. But if, if not, <laughs> I just want to tell you, the lunch meat is Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. So go organic.
1: Right, right. It's true. And the meat department is is great. A lot of the guys that work, and women too, we have girls that work behind the counter. Um, A lot of them have been butchers their whole life, and they can tell you horror stories. Oh, they have and that's why a lot of them come to Whole Foods because they they want to be sure that they're doing the right thing and giving the public the best options possible and know that we're taking care of these animals, you know, Absolutely. at the same time cuz their lives are, you know, in some conditions are just atrocious. They're awful.
0: Well, before we start yes. to wrap it up with a couple of different things, one thing you wanted to touch on with the holidays coming up was the whole turkey. Oh yes. Message. Yes.
1: Let's go ahead and do that. The turkeys, I was just got to tell you... Uh, I bet they're good. They are. I mean, now again, I don't eat turkey, but I'm listening to everybody. And uh, we have Nature's Rancher. That's a it's um, company that sells to us, exclusive to Whole Foods Market. And then the Deestal Turkeys, a great family farm okay. in California that's been around forever. Okay. And, um, again, turkeys raised with love and care and without the growth hormones and Yay. really taken care of. But... My mom, I was telling you earlier about my grandmother who lived to be 101 and grew up on a farm. And the way she ate, really, it, it, it's, that's part of why she lived as long as she did when she passed away. She passed away because it was her time. She didn't really have any ailments other than she had dementia. And she had lost the uh, use of her legs with her circulation. But other than that, healthy as a horse. And my mom you know, grew up on the farm. But then after World War II, the food industry changed. Things became heavily processed. And that's what my mother, you know, as a young adult grew up eating and fed her family, me included. And I finally got her off of these other turkeys that are very popular. And I convinced her to go with this organic turkey. And I bought it for her. Well, she was cooking the turkey the way she'd been cooking these others that she'd she'd freeze and that she'd put in her bathtub and let them you know unthaw for a day but she likes to cook things in a you know in those bags those baker's bags and so i go over there and everybody's sitting down and you know i'm not eating the turkey (laughs) and everybody said this turkey's horrible why did you talk mom into buying this turkey and i said what She had cooked it. She had overcooked it, and she had drained it of all of its natural juices. So everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, you need to cover this in gravy." So the next year, (laughs) I know the next year, she did it again, and she she cooked it perfectly. And she had to cook it differently because again, these were great turkeys, Mm -hmm. and everybody said, "Don't ever go back to anything else, Mom. Always, always, let Melinda." get your turkeys from Whole Foods Market and she says okay I'm absolutely convinced so she doesn't buy them anywhere else anymore you know and and she knows she's serving her family So is it ones
0: that y'all sell for us to cook or they're already cooked?
1: Now these are the ones that come in that are uncooked you know they're she cooks it and they it when you get a distal turkey it may seem like it's frozen but it's not it has a hard chill on it um, and the, the nature's ranchers, those can come in frozen and some are organic and, um, and some are not, uh, they're considered, well, they're considered a natural. In other words, they're not a, an, an organic turkey okay. and, and they can come in frozen. And she likes that because she doesn't want, my mother's always about time. Uh, time management oh I need to hurry and get my, my turkey I need it I need it three weeks before Thanksgiving you know I gotta get it in the freezer I mean I'm exaggerating but kind of not exaggerating yeah. so a yeah. lot of people prefer that how you long know?
0: can you leave it in the refrigerator in the, to,
1: thaw, in, to thaw to thaw you can leave it in there a while. Okay. A couple, you know, I, I wouldn't leave it in there weeks by okay. any means. You know, I'm not even sure a week is, maybe a week would be okay, but maybe not even that long. Yeah, because it's going to need to get cooked pretty soon. I think that's the way it is with just about anything. But
0: it's, You're making um, me hungry for oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving in October.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not even October, it's August. I know. <laughs> it's so great. So many great foods mm. in the fall, fall harvest. Oh, yeah. Apples. No.
0: Well, time is flying. Yes. And before we get to the final two, is Uh-oh. there anything that you want to say, anything burning before we wrap with our final two questions?
1: Yeah, I, I really encourage people to to really start looking at what they're putting into their bodies. Uh, you really are what you eat. You know, I've heard that expression my whole life and I always thought, well, that doesn't even make any sense but but it actually it does because once you start getting a lot of these preservatives out of your body and foods that have a lot of herbicides or pesticides are dyes you know yes. We're really not meant to have these in our body. Your skin really starts looking really, really good. You start to feel better. You sleep differently. You think differently. foggy. Mm-hmm. not as bad. Exactly. And I work with a lot of team members who we all have insurance through Health Foods Market. It's, it's a very generous um, insurance plan. And a lot of team members um, don't even go to the doctor. They're really healthy and they take care of themselves they practice what they preach um, they're very happy they live really good great lives they have fun a lot of them are, are they love to exercise some of them just like to be outside and get outside with their pets and they also feed their pets very strict <laughs> diets as well I know you mentioned that earlier mm-hmm. um, but we have what's called a personal wellness account, and there's money on these, this account, and you can use it toward deductibles, uh, doctors' um, expenses that aren't covered, you know like to say you you, know, you haven't met your deductible. And a lot That's of great. it's very nice and it, it rolls over every year. And there are team members that have thousands of dollars on there card because they are healthy and they don't end up going to the doctor and i'm not talking about people that are just in their 20s -hmm. you know i'm talking about people that are in their 50s and their 60s and one of my co-workers who's in her her mid-60s is the picture of health and she read the china study the book i believe i mentioned earlier and, and completely changed her lifestyle and it wasn't hard for her to do cuz she was convinced she made that choice to do that. Wow. And I think she's 65. I'm telling you, she doesn't even take calcium supplements. She's Aren't done you bo- yeah, she's done bone density exams and she finally left her doctor cuz her doctor kept saying well, you need to be taking this or you need to be taking that. And she said, but why? Everything's coming out fine. It's because of what she eats. Mm-hmm. Lots of green, leafy vegetables, uh, kale. Uh, she's very conscious about what she eats because she's single. Um, and who is this? This is a coworker a of co-worker, mine. Okay. And she's, she's in her mid-60s. Wow. And I'm telling you, this woman, and she... And when I say she exercises, she goes walking with her dog. She plays with her grandkids. I um, bet you I know her. i Oh, I bet you. And she rides her bike. And so she found another doctor who has more thinking and, yes. and uh, thinks the same way she does about food and about overall health. And that's another thing. If you're not getting the results you really need from your doctor, shop around. Mm-hmm. You know, we shop for a car and car insurance a lot more than we do sometimes for what we put into our body and who who's taking care of our bodies along sure. with us. So I just want people to really think about that because health care is so expensive, mm-hmm. and a lot of these illnesses that you keep hearing about, and you're, you may even be experiencing them, or you have family members or friends that do, and they're constantly spending a fortune on medication, prescription medication. Um you can change a lot of that through how you live and how you eat. And some people ask the question, oh, that's too expensive. It's really not. When, when you think about your life and your health, it's very important because I want to take care of myself now so that when I am my mother's age, um, I'm still the picture of health and I'm still able to to get around by myself, maybe even possibly still be driving when I'm 90. You know, there's some people that are. Is your
0: grandmother still driving?
1: No, she had lost the use. You know what? It's funny. I wonder if, you know, my grandmother had driven at one point. She had, you know, when she was, she was younger, but I think my grandfather always did all the driving, you know, that was a very, very common. That's your mom's mother? That's my mom's mom, mm -hmm, who was 101. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So. That's my message.
0: Okay. Loud and clear, everybody. I hope. Okay. (laughs) For those of you... I mean, I hope it made sense. (laughs) For those of you that know me, you know my favorite fruit is coffee. Oh, yeah. My favorite fruit is coffee. Melinda. Uh Uh-oh. And so what can you... and and What do you just happen to have been drinking with me earlier? It was was coffee. I found another coffee buddy. It was organic, right? We weren't drinking coffee in fifth grade, but we can drink it now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, What would you like to tell us about coffee? I know we talked off mic about yeah. one misunderstanding that you finally cleared up for me that okay. was correct. But you had
1: it down right. Why was
0: it for sure? Because yeah. even at Starbucks, they've confused me with that, mm-hmm. and I realized they didn't know. <laughs> so, I, I want to touch on that. So, anyway, what would you like to tell us about coffee?
1: Well, coffee is, I Amy, mean, there's... Er,
0: Great antioxidant.
1: It is. It's really, really high in antioxidants, and... I mean, coffee is a natural diuretic, and some people have to have that first thing in the morning when they get going. And, I mean, everything in moderation, you know. Uh, there is caffeine, and some people have to uh, stay away from caffeine. Right. So they look for the, uh, the Swiss water decaf coffees. Um, but, but coffee in its most natural state is, is really good. And, again, if you're having a cup or even two cups – that's really what's recommended out mm-hmm. there. And, again, I'm talking about what a lot of doctors say. Read this for yourself. I'm, I'm no dietitian. You don't have to trust me, but you can read up on this. But the light coffees are are lighter in color they're not roasted the same amount but they have a higher caffeine mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. even though light and sometimes that word does throw people right. they think if it's lighter it means lighter in caffeine yes they do but it's it's just the um, the, the roasting that's right it's the roasting time so they're actually it's higher in caffeine whereas yes. you get a dark roast it's been roasted mm. longer that's right has less caffeine uh, some people say it's a bitter taste because of the roasting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when a coffee bean, um, before it's roasted, they're green. And mm-hmm. we actually have two stores, at least here in the Metroplex, that have roasters uh, in the stores. One's mm-hmm. at Colleyville and one's at our forest store, and they roast their beans mm-hmm. there. So, Because I had a guy come in and ask me, do you sell green coffee beans i said green coffee beans he said well unroasted and i said oh unroasted and we we can actually do special orders but Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that is the difference
0: so so just to clarify when you look for the coffee and that you're wanting to drink whether you're trying to buy beans or 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 you're ordering and it's already just Mm -hmm. there whether you're at la madeline's or starbucks or (laughs) whole foods or wherever Mm -hmm. if it says light Roasted. Mm -hmm. That means that it's closer to being the way God created it, and it's got more caffeine because it's been lightly manipulated, lightly roasted. It's roasted. Yes, Mm -hmm. lightly. Yes, yes. When you go down the road, when it says medium roast, that means it's got less caffeine. They've Uh done more stuff to it. It's been roasted longer.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes.
0: And then the other one, dark roast, uh-huh. has been roasted the heck out of it, and it's got less caffeine.
1: It does have less caffeine, and the and taste to know. is rich. That's good yeah. to know
0: if somebody's having coffee in the evening, and they don't yeah. want to have a lot of caffeine. Right. Go for the dark roast. Right. Don't go for the light. Yes.
1: So and I've heard, I've heard that some coffee companies over-roast their... Their beans, and so when they start drinking Allegro, which is the the coffee that is the Whole Foods Market uh, coffee, they own Allegro Company, great company, (coughs) and great to the growers who grow the coffee, actually. Um, But I've heard people say, oh, I can't drink it. It's it's too strong. It's because we don't Mm over-roast the beans. But anyway, it's just fascinating. I mean, coffee in and of itself, that's a whole science. I know. That's a whole other podcast it is another podcast but coffee yeah it's really i think it's one of the highest antioxidants out there i mean you've got your fruits your red fruits raspberries any fruits that you can eat with really great colors are really high in uh, antioxidants which is what we tell kids eat the colors of the rainbow and describe
0: what antioxidants are to, to our listeners well, I mean, it's just a good cleansing. Yes, it's a, it gets rid of the stuff that's freely flowing in your body. Uh, that's right, right. your
1: free radicals, yes. and it helps combat that. Yes, and because yes. those, those can get off and see Teresa. All sorts look of at disease. you! You need to come work at Whole Foods Market and go work in the Whole Body Department. <laughs> I'm telling you, no. <laughs> I've done some research. No, it's true, so and and, and that's that's what's fascinating too about working at Whole Foods Market. I learned so much from the people who come in shopping. Okay. And we get a lot of people who are ill, and they'll come in. It's not uncommon to see people come in with a mask on, or you can tell. And it's because they know what they're getting. They don't have to do a lot of guessing with our products because they already know there's not going to be artificial additives in our food. So we do the work for you ahead of time. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I got off track.
0: That's okay. I did want to ask you this one thing. Okay. It, because I've been shopping quite a bit for all the produce and stuff, and I at one point I was okay with buying fruits and vegetables and things that had a tough outer outer shell mm-hmm. or outer peeling mm-hmm. because I felt like that the pesticides and things wouldn't get into that. Mm-hmm. And then the light was shined yeah. on. No, uh-huh. that's not true because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It d- depends on how it was actually grown what seeds were used Mm -hmm. what was the what was the soil and all that so that theory was out the window yeah yeah so that's not true even though it's got a tough a tough skin does not mean there's stuff that's not still in it that's bad
1: yes yes that's true and it's really important to wash your fruits and vegetables
0: even the organic ones
1: well because people touch things that's that's why Mm -hmm. i say that even organic and at whole foods market and this is a real differentiating point because we're a certified organic grower We helped write the standards Whole Foods did uh, Martin um, uh, Margaret Wittenberg and and so we're really held to this high standard and and we get graded we have people come in and make sure because if you're a certified grocer you're putting your money where your mouth is so organic should always be separated Mm -hmm. from non-organic fruits and I mean uh, produce so let's say you've got grapes that are organic okay. Um, they need to be, yeah, they need to be separated. Same thing with your bananas. But if you have fruit that are stacked, you know, on different shelves, like on a wet rack where they get sprayed, if you've mm-hmm. ever gone to the grocery store, you know what I'm talking about, you reach out and suddenly you're showered with yes. fresh water. The organic has to always be on top. Because whatever trickles down onto mm-hmm. a conventional is no problem. Because okay. nothing's trickling down. It's just water coming off the leaves or the product. Oh. But you can't have conventional above yep. organic okay. so if you ever see that you need to point it out to somebody mm. yeah because it's yeah. definitely a mistake and that's what our guests look for <coughs> and that's that's why we're certified we have to obtain upta- we have to uphold these standards yeah. so I have seen that. yes so the yes so there's a real mm. difference but that's our bread and butter you know that's how we got started and, mm-hmm. and it's really Im- important to us mm-hmm. so that's another thing to look for but all but still wash your fruits and vegetables okay. because People come in and they pick up a peach, for example, and they're feeling it, they're smelling it, they want to see the aroma. Oh, yeah. So you mm, don't know you where you don't know yeah. where everybody's hands have been. Mm, so
0: everybody just coughed and then picked it up. You're <laughs> right. You know, Good and point. it's
1: and here's my mom who grew up on a farm, right? And it, it's been recently where I said, "I'm buying you some veggie wash. I don't care, and you're going to use it mm-hmm. because you're buying fruits and vegetables and you're just running water on them. Right? You know, so wow. it is. But she's she's healthy too. She's really pretty healthy. That's great. Yeah.
0: Okay, here it is. The oh final gosh. Question. Okay, let me get my piece of paper Everybody out. Everybody asked me to ask you, why is organic eating and buying so expensive?
1: Well. You know, it's, it's very competitive. It used to be when I first started seeing organic fruits and vegetables. And, again, it was only at Whole Foods Market that I ever saw it. And this is back in 1992, the first time I ever walked into a Whole Foods Market. It was the lower Greenville store off lower Greenville area of Dallas. And I remember thinking, yowza, that's expensive. And I've seen those those prices really, really drop over time. Good. It's taken time. But I'm going to read to you. So I'm, I'm giving you informed information. This is from our website. Okay. Do organic foods generally cost more than conventional? Okay. It says, although many organic products do cost more, the price of organic foods is increasingly competitive as supply and demand continue to rise. Larger retailers, like Whole Foods Market, are emerging with the capacity to buy and sell organic prices at higher volumes, which leads to lower prices. Okay? That just makes sense. Um, It leads to lower prices for organic food products. However, it's important to remember that prices for organic products reflect many of the same costs as conventional items in terms of growing, harvesting, transportation, and storage, but organic products must meet stricter regulations governing all of these steps Okay. yeah so they are held to a a, a high standard mm-hmm. therefore the process is far more labor and management intensive okay. okay organic farmers have an added cost of compliance with organic certification standards and government programs do not subsidize organic farming okay. so they're spending more and
0: it. Yeah, but somewhere. think about
1: your long-term health. That's right. You know, yes. truly. Absolutely. So that's it. That's mm-hmm. it, right there. Mm-hmm. You,
0: just, you just have to make some adjustments.
1: Yeah, Mother Nature. Mother Nature is powerful. Yeah. So.
0: Yep. Anyway, start cutting back in some other
1: ways. Yes. Melinda. I hope this been has been enjoy. enjoyable. Oh. It's been a joy great. just sitting here looking at your gorgeous face. Oh, please. This
0: has been so, so amazing that we've I been hope. connected like this, and I'm so excited that you're over there, and you're doing such a great thing with your life.
1: Oh, thank you, know, you you're Teresa. You are part of
0: this movement that's saving people's lives. Yeah. You really are, and I'm so proud to know you. Oh, know you, my well, friend.
1: thank you. I'm just so proud to be here, and if I've said anything today that's a little light bulb has gone off, then... I'm doing my job.
0: That's right. And I want you to come back and we'll get topic specific. Okay. And talk about some, something down the road. All right. I'd love it. All right. Teresa,
1: thank you for having me.
0: And thank you to everybody listening. It's always a joy and it's very humbling that you all take the time to listen because your time is your greatest commodity. What we know, none of us have a lot of, so thank you so much. It's very humbling and we're grateful we don't take that for granted. Anyway, this has been great, and I hope that you all um, got some good takeaways from this and pray about it, make, about making some changes, and it's all good. And until I talk to you next time, keep living it up while beginning again.